If your customers aren't buying, there's a whole lot of blame to go around. But before you just blame your audience and say, my audience doesn't like to be sold, or somehow you make excuses for your audience, let's first point the finger back at yourself because your audience could be confused because you've made them confused. We're going to talk about that in this episode. So the real question is this, how can podcasters like us who've done the work, built a following, and actually made a difference monetize our podcast without selling out to sponsors who don't really value our community anyway? That is the question, and this is the answer. Welcome to Podcast Monetization Secrets. Hi there. Welcome to Podcast Monetization Secrets. My name is Christy Hostler, and I thank you for your time today and thank you for coming back and listening to the podcast. And I can tell you right now that I've got a lot of value to give you to you today. But if you haven't met me before, uh, it's probably because we've all been holed up in our homes for pandemic the last year. And it's no live events. There's nothing going on. And so we've all been... Um, sort of hermitizing our lives and just very uh, homebound. And so haven't gotten out much, but I am the founder and run a full service podcast production company called Team Podcast. And one of the things we do is help podcasters create multiple streams of income from their podcast by using their podcast archive and marketing funnels, because the whole goal is lifestyle freedom. So that's called teampodcast.com. But I want to share with you something today that came up. It's a very, very simple framework. It's a simple concept to use. But, you know, back in the day, whenever you, uh, you know, you watch uh, anything on like Shark Tank or any of the other, sometimes there's been like sales movies like Glenn Gary, Glenn Ross, and other ones like that, that would show people talking or honing their elevator pitch. And it's basically that if you happen to get into the elevator with somebody who is a decision maker for an account you're looking to pitch or something like that, like what could you say to them to convince them to take a meeting with you before that elevator gets to wherever you're going in the building, right? So you have a, you know, literally seconds, not minutes. So brevity is key, but also the power of your words, sort of the word economy that you use is, um, really, really important. And so um, one of the things that I encourage, obviously, podcasters to do is choose or define, I should say, their ideal customer, their avatar. Their listener avatar is also probably going to be their customer avatar. And what happens whenever you go really, really deep in defining that, and I did another episode about the deepest dive you've ever taken into defining your customer avatar. So if you haven't done that well, or if you're not real clear on that yet, definitely go back and listen to that episode. But I wanted to go one step further, because even once you define who your ideal customer is, it can still get very murky and confusing in your mind, even um, who you serve and how you serve them. We, we say that a lot here, who you serve and how you serve them is the preeminent uh, sort of mission statement or sort of value proposition that you have. But in your mind, if it's not clear who you serve and how you serve them, then it is no wonder that we're sort of giving mixed signals to our audience. Now, 
yesterday, every day, I try to spend a few minutes in the Facebook groups that I'm a part of to try to go in and answer questions and add value and, you know, definitely make sure that um, I'm up to date on the questions that are being asked and the needs that people have so I can, you know, generally provide value, but I can also learn sometimes from the questions that are being asked. And so in a high dollar, high ticket mastermind group that I'm in, we have a Facebook group. And one of the exercises the new people that have come into that mastermind group are doing is they are going through and they're defining their avatar, they're doing their dream 100, and then they're doing a mission statement. And the mission statement is supposed to be a brief synopsis of what they do. It's sort of like that elevator pitch, but not even that long. So the framework I use for developing your value statement is I help blank. And in that blank, you're going to put, you're going to name the who that you help. So I help who, and then there's another blank, which is do what? I help who do what by using, and then you're going to put the vehicle or the modality that you're choosing to use so they can blank, which is the end result. So I help who do what by using what vehicle so they can get this end result. That's the framework. And so it's just one sentence. So for me, I help podcasters create multiple streams of income by using their podcast archive to create evergreen marketing funnels so that they can enjoy lifestyle freedom, right? And lifestyle freedom could be freedom of time. It could be freedom of money. It could be um, freedom from the nine to five job or whatever else it is that they're doing, but lifestyle freedom. So that's when I was currently building a funnel for a client and I was doing a lot of their copy yesterday and it very became very clear to me that even though they necessarily haven't articulated and we haven't really talked about what is your mission statement specifically for uh, their business, I can tell you that they help single women who are frustrated by dating emotionally unavailable men. So there's the who, single women, do what, uh, the uh, single women who are frustrated by dating emotionally unavailable men, do what, screen out the assholes, and they use that word kind of tongue-in-cheek, using schema therapy frameworks so that they can date emotionally available men who are ready for commitment. Do you see how that works? I help who? Podcasters. Do what? Create multiple streams of income using their podcast archive to create evergreen marketing funnels so they can, what is the end result? Enjoy lifestyle freedom. My client, they help who? Single women who are frustrated by dating emotionally unavailable men. Do what? Screen out the assholes by using blank, which is the vehicle, schema therapy frameworks. Why? the result so they can date emotionally available men who are ready for commitment. So whenever you can boil down who it is you serve and how you serve them by a statement like that is really powerful. So that is the exercise that these people are doing. And a guy asked in the Facebook group, he said, I'm struggling to find the right podcast name. And he was going through and he listed some possibilities he'd come up with. And basically he said um, he's struggling to find the right podcast name, the theme and the topic. He's in between the podcast title called Just Go Ahead, 
the Just Go Ahead podcast. It's what fits his dream customer the most and between your breakthrough podcast. So he's got Just Go Ahead podcast and your breakthrough podcast. And that's what he's choosing between. And then he goes on, he says, you know, I think Just Go Ahead might be too broad. And your breakthrough podcast is more exciting. But the topic is such a small niche. And I can't make broad content. And maybe it would be boring after a certain amount of time. And so the question was asked, well, who is your tell us about your dream client, because we can't make a decision. Now, I'm not even going to go into the fact that please do not name your podcast, the Just Go Ahead podcast or the Breakthrough, your Breakthrough podcast. And I can tell you a lot of reasons why. But number one, nobody searches for that. And number two, just going to say this briefly, I always say, if you tell someone the name of your podcast and their very next question is, what's it about? You've named it the wrong name. So if I told you I had the Just Go Ahead podcast, you would say, what's it about? And I'd have to tell you, if I told you your breakthrough podcast, you still, again, have no idea what it is. Am I breaking through the glass ceiling in corporate America? Am I having a, a mental health breakthrough? Am I having a relationship breakthrough? Am I breaking through my weight loss barrier? I mean, do you see what I'm saying? It can go in any different direction and it's way too generic. So whenever the question came up about the dream customer, Listen to the dream customer. He or she is creative. They do sport. They want to do a, have a healthy life with healthy food. Spiritual. They're interested in spirituality. They're fit and they seek soul and body balance. They only eat organic food. They love to learn new stuff and learn new skills. They love to try something new and go beyond their limitations. They love being social and, ex and having uh, social exchanges with other passionate people. They love to work on a lot of projects and things. They really work so much on themselves, like in personal development and on the projects that they love and they love to get ahead they love to implement what they learn uh, they pay the price every day in time energy and money so that they can achieve the results they want and um, they want to work with thousands of other people to that they love to serve and help them like that that was his dream customer but then whenever the question got down to what is his value value like ladder mission statement he says we help passionate life changers to get fulfillment in their life tasks through a um, through massive range now I don't know what that means is, is the value statement has a lot of buzzwords I don't know who a passionate life changer is and I don't know that that is something that anyone self-identifies as. Um, we would self-identify, however, in the other two examples I gave you as a podcaster. I can say I'm a podcaster. If you have a podcast, you're a podcaster too. The other mission, the client mission statement that I gave you was single women and people would identify as a single, or I should say a single women who are frustrated by dating emotionally unavailable men. And many women would tell you that's, hello, that's me. I'm very, very frustrated by that. And Corona has not helped in that situation either. So even even if you weren't frustrated before, then you probably are now. So again, so we've got a murky value statement. Here's the kicker. When he got down to what his actual offer was, like what he was, because, you know, I can't tell anything about the passionate life changer 
to get fulfillment from their life task. Like, I don't know what that means through what vehicle, um, through massive range. Um, and I think he's talking about massive range being like having a large following kind of thing. Like he's getting massive um, traction or notoriety or something like that. But again, the syntax is a little bit murky, right? So when he goes down and talks about what his offer is, and this will absolutely blow your mind. He said, my offer is I want to show others how they can create thousands of followers through online, su- online summits and share their message with others and maybe share their service and get paid as an expert. I'm in the online summit business. I've created 12 online summits and create a software to work with online summits. I already coach people to generate leads with online summits and how to become an expert using online summits. Was that out of the clear blue for you, just like it was for me? So I spent quite a bit of time trying to craft an answer to this guy because this is very typical of someone who wants to start a podcast where they are confused. They they have an idea for a show that appeals to them and they come up with an avatar for that show and they come up with who their that ideal listener is and they go to all the trouble to map out who that person is, but it doesn't align with their core business. And in this particular situation, this podcast is supposed to be the traffic source for this guy's main offer. So if his offer is about virtual summits, number one, he's going to be way off base with his title because online summits and virtual summits, whatever he does with the summit piece of that needs to be in the title because that podcast title needs to call out to whoever his ideal listener is or his dream customer is so that they know, hey, this content is for you because... And for him, he could say, I help uh, online entrepreneurs in the personal development space expand and 10x their revenue through hosting virtual summits or online summits so they can grow their platform and increase their influence or something like that. I mean, there's a lot that he could do to incorporate and change who he's targeting, and also make it align with his offer or his mission statement. And none of those right now, none of those are in alignment. Like I said, when I read what he had identified as his ideal dream customer, and then I saw his value ladder mission statement, which is we help passionate life changers get fulfillment with their life tasks through massive range. It didn't like none of that spoke out and said online summits to me. So there's a mismatch, but it's not an uncommon mismatch. So many times this is exactly where a podcaster is when they're starting. They know, they think they want to do this show. Maybe they want to have interviews on the show and they want to share stories and they want to share people's journeys and they want to, you know, put all this content out there, but they don't have a legitimate way to tie that back into their business business. And you need to, if you want your podcast to be the outgrowth of your business, you need to very quickly, not just be able to identify who that you're, who you're targeting for yourself, but your customer 
should know that what you offer and what you're targeting. So in other words, if anybody in the realm of who I know and who I have influence over comes across anybody that wants to start a podcast or wants to monetize a podcast, what I want is the first thing that triggers in their mind to say, oh, my friend Christy does just that. She does that exact thing. So let me connect you. And that is exactly what you want. So your framework for getting clear is you help who do what using what vehicle so they can get the end result. I help blank, blank by using blank so they can blank. So it's it's really a simple way to fill it in. It's kind of like the um, who you serve and how you serve them. But it expands on that a little bit more because you're actually stating what the vehicle was. Is the vehicle um, in their in-person therapy? Is the vehicle online courses? Is the vehicle podcasting? Is the vehicle to get this transformation that you're offering? Is it, um, you know, a mastermind? Is it a challenge? Is it a program that you offer? And so once you get really clear on this, it's going to be very easy for you to then articulate it. So every time you have a chance with your podcast listeners, you need to be telling them who you serve and how you serve them and not just telling them who you serve and how you serve them, but the specific who you help do what by using what vehicle so they can get the end result. Because if I run across podcasters who are looking to monetize their podcast so that they can potentially leave a nine to five job or gain lifestyle freedom, and I'm not jumping all over that or somebody else is not jumping all over them to say, you got to connect with Christy, then I have somehow failed to properly communicate what my purpose is. And the whole purpose of having a podcast monetization secrets podcast is because I want to attract those people that are looking to monetize their podcast. There are certain things we can do to know on a repeatable basis that we can monetize a podcast, but it doesn't mean that it happens the first try. Nothing ever happens, you know, or or all the stars don't align most of the time on the first try. You know, if you pick up a sport, you didn't probably just go out and the first time you played it, you became the Michael Jordan of that sport. That is, that's, you know, it just doesn't happen that way. It takes consistent work and practice and it takes building up these skills over time. So identifying your avatar is a practice that you've done and hopefully you've done it for your podcast and for your business. Building out your value ladder is something that we've talked about in previous episodes and hopefully that's a practice that you've done. And then now building out your value ladder mission statement because if you figure out who you're serving and how you're serving them, and what you're hoping them to, what you're hoping to accomplish in their life, like what is the end result that you are going to get for them, then all you have to do is fill in the pieces for your low end to your high end, so that then you can just lead them where you want them to go with the different offers. And this is not about, you know, hoodooing anyone or not about deceiving anyone. This is you legitimately should have people in your audience that want to get to that next level. And if I can help them get to that next level, then there's going to be a value exchange, my time and my knowledge and my expertise for their money. 
And then at the same time, the more they trade off money for time, probably the quicker they are going to hit their goals. It's the same thing with me. Like I can learn every aspect of marketing. I can learn copywriting. I can learn marketing. I can learn advertisement and paid traffic. And I can learn all of those things. And I do have an interest in learning those things. But it would take me years to get to a mastery level on all of those things. So what do I do? I understand the components. I understand how it works. I want to continue to hone my skills. But I have to hire people on to be part of my team to handle those funnel building aspects because they are the experts and they are the content uh, experts in those particular areas of copywriting and marketing and advertising or paid traffic, whatever you want to call it. So I don't expect you to learn it all, but one of the things that you really need to be aware is that if your audience is not buying anything or they're not joining your programs, then go back and do an audit on what you're doing on your podcast. If a listener was listening to your podcast, would they know by listening how they could take those next steps with you? Would they know by listening what programs you offer that they could potentially become a part of? Would they know by listening who you work with and how you work with them? If the answer to any of those is no, you have to do a better job of it. And to be honest, with anything, we have such ADD minds. And even whenever people listen to a podcast, one of the beauty of a podcast or one of the beautiful things about a podcast is that people listen to it while they're multitasking. So that basically means that they're only giving a partial attention span to what you're saying and they're cooking the recipe that they're um, making for dinner or they're at the gym and they're worried about their heart rate and their uh, calories that they're burning and uh, doing a personal record and all of those things. But they're consuming your content, but it doesn't mean that they're going to be keen on every detail. So many times people have to listen to podcasts or they have to hear a message or a marketing message multiple times before it even becomes sticky in their minds. So if you just say once at the end of every show, oh, by the way, if you want to do this, I have this offer for you. By that time, most people are checked out and they're not going to hear it. So that's why a lot of times you'll hear me. I try to start with who I am. And so people can understand it's not that it's a sales pitch. And I just, you know, I'm expecting you to go to my website and schedule a call with me and, and consult with me and hire me just because I said it in the beginning of my podcast. But whenever you get to that point in your value journey, where you are ready to make the exchange of my expertise for your time, or in my time for your money, then you're going to be looking to hire someone. And I want to be top of mind whenever you are in that situation. So I've got to put it out there. And I've got to put it out there multiple times and you do too. So even when you're talking about what you do in your podcast, you can't have a podcast archive of 200 episodes. And one time way back on episode 23, you talked about who you do, who you serve and how you serve them. It's got to be part of your regular things that you hit on every single episode, who you serve and how you serve. And a lot of your podcast content should come from these interactions with the people that you're serving and how you're helping them. I'm going to tell you who I'm serving and how I'm helping them. 
I'm going to tell you who I work with and the client consultation calls we had and the problems I help people solve. Because if I do that, you understand what I do on a regular basis. And you need to do the same thing. So again, the framework, I help who do what by using what vehicle so they can get what end result. It's very, it's just four blanks you need to fill in. And that becomes the value statement, the mission statement for what you're going to do with your podcast, with your business. And it becomes something that you should commit to memory and you should be able to spit it out. So anytime, like if I was going to a conference, there, uh, PodFest got canceled last week, it's postponed or whatever you want to call it. Podcast Movement is still coming up in August. So if I went to Podcast Movement and you met me for the first time and someone was like, oh, I want to introduce you to my friend Christy. And somebody asked me, um, hey, Christy, what do you do? Do you, do you have most of the time at these conferences? Like, do you have a podcast? And it's like, well, yes, I do have a podcast, but I also have a full service podcast production company. So I can say I have a full service podcast production company, right? And that's true. That is a sort of a technical and generic explanation of what it is so somebody can understand. And even then I have people say, so what do you, you actually create the podcast or and I'm like no 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 people create their own content and then they hand it off to us and we do everything behind the scenes get it all the way to publishing because they don't want to deal with that after they record the content oh okay okay I got it now so they pay you for that and so the questions go on and on down the line but if I said to somebody instead of I have a full service podcast production company but my name is Christy and I help podcasters create multiple streams of income by using their podcast archive to create evergreen marketing funnels so they can enjoy lifestyle freedom. How much different of a reaction do I get? Right? Because people know by that time, I'm clearly dialed into what I'm doing. But at the same time, they go, Oh, I didn't, I didn't know such thing existed. I thought there was no money in podcasting. Right? So think about how you're putting yourself out there to the world and how you put yourself out there to the world, the audience's response is a reflection of how you're putting yourself out there to the world, right? So if you are doing it effectively, you are going to have people come back to you and take you up on your offers. If people are not taking you up on your offers, then you have to look at, are you putting it out in a way not veiled in subtlety, veiled in cleverness, whatever, you have to be very direct. And you have to speak it multiple times so that it becomes sticky over time. And this doesn't have to come off as being salesy. This doesn't have to come off as being a sales pitch or anything like that or all those things that cause people to bristle. But what you have to do is just get in a habit of saying it multiple times. And it has to become part of your vernacular and part of the words that you're naturally going to say because people need to hear it. Because the minute somebody hears podcast monetization, I want them, I'd much rather them come up and think of Christy versus I need an audio editor and Christy. Yeah, I can edit your audio. In fact, I've got a whole team of people that can edit your audio. We can do all of those things, but that's only going to last you for so long. Right, Because once you run out of money to pay us for the audio editing and you haven't monetized your podcast, you're going to go away. What I'd rather do is help you create. I mean, maybe it's going to cost you a little bit more to get us to help you create multiple streams of income, uh, revenue from your podcast. But it's a lifetime play. It's evergreen funnels that can stay out there running for into infinity. And then 
you just get the money coming in on a regular basis from a marketing funnel, from an evergreen funnel that we created from the content you're already creating with your podcast. So these things make a difference. And I just wanted to encourage you to please, before you say any judgments about your audience and their ability to take you up on a sales pitch or an offer that you have, you also have to look at your skill set in putting out the offer and your skill set in making it very clear of who you serve and how you serve them by filling out this framework for a very quick value ladder mission statement. You help who do what using what vehicle so they can get what end result. I hope you'll take the time to think about that and sum it up in a concise statement and then commit it to memory. Again, I help podcasters create multiple streams of income by using their podcast archive to create evergreen marketing funnels so they can enjoy lifestyle freedom. What about you? You want to share what yours is? I'll be glad to look it over. I'll be glad to sort of analyze it, give you feedback on it or whatever you want. If you want to join us in Podcast Monetization Secrets Facebook group on Facebook, you can find me there. You can also find me at teampodcast.com where there you can also schedule a consultation if there's anything you need regarding your podcast or monetization or strategy or whatever else you need related to your podcast. I'm always available to try to help as many people as possible. So thank you for giving me your time today. Um, I hope to be able to connect with you in our private Facebook group, uh, Podcast Monetization Secrets Facebook group. And if you need anything, you know where to find me. I hope you have a fantastic day. Thank you for joining us today. If you'd like to continue the conversation about how to monetize your podcast, I want to invite you to join our private Facebook group. Just go to facebook.com forward slash podcast monetization secrets and click the button to join and then I'll see you on the inside.